0: self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we we are are conversation Conversation con Con artists Artists. what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode i want y'all to go to the website www.conversationconartist.com and check out our current episode as well as our previous ones articles linked to the current episode and um, you can leave us some feedback if you scroll over to the left and hover over the mail icon. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M I S T E R underscore on point.
1: And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists with an S at gmail.com. Today's question is about love um and about whether or not you think that you have more than one true love throughout your lifetime this question came because of an article that said that we only fall in love with three people in our lifetime each one for a specific reason so i'm going to go through what the article says about each one of these loves and you tell me if you if that sounds legit Mm -hmm. okay first love the first love happens when we are young sometimes as young as the time we are in high school. This love fulfills the dreams of our youth and fulfills our idealistic belief of what we expect love to look like, just like the fairy tales. Um, This love fulfills our need to live up to society's expectations. We jump into this love head first, believing that this person will be our only love, even if it does not quite feel right at the time, um, and convince ourselves that this is how love should look. This is how love should look. This love focuses more on how others perceive us versus how we actually feel. So that's the first love. The second love um, is the hard love. This is a love that teaches us lessons about ourselves and what we uh, need to feel loved in any relationship. This love brings with it great pain, the pain of loss, deceit, and lies. During this love, we believe we are doing things differently, but we are not. We tend to hold steadfast to this love because this relationship is different from the last one. However, this one is the one where we will grow. This is the one where we will experience pain, and this is the love where we will realize what we really need out of our next relationship. So that's the second love. Um, it also said that the second love could come, sometimes include emotional or physical abuse because you're so intent upon hanging on to that love and then the third love the last love is a love that comes out of left feel this is a love that surprises us and destroys any ideas of what we believe our love should look like this love is easy and we wonder how it is possible that love could be this simple and has no complications Uh, it is a love that sweeps us off our feet because we are not looking for a relationship this is a love where everything feels as though it is falling perfectly into place This love is uncomplicated and is not filled with expectations. Perfection is not something we feel pressured to achieve and find ourselves perfectly content in our lives and our relationship. This love does not look like the love we dream we would have. And this love does not follow any of the rules we had set up for ourselves. This love breaks any notions we had about what our greatest love would look like and shatters any beliefs of how we thought it would be. So those are the three types of love. Okay. I mean, I feel like it's a little legit because those first two, I've experienced. The third one, I don't know where the fuck he at, but that one hasn't occurred. But I've I've experienced those first two and it was exactly as the author described it. These hadn't
0: no these have necessarily been my experiences, but in dialogue with people, mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. I'll agree that that's how it go. But I would say that is, I would, think that it's more so phases of your life rather than individual relationships. You
1: that know, you're in a different phase. I at feel the like time. you're in a
0: puppy love phase where cuz that's what I'm a puppy love phase for the first love mm-hmm. where you just all of the people fall into the category of your mentality as it pertains to love and relationships. Mm-hmm. At that time, which is going to be that this is creating what love is for me. Mm-hmm. especially if you're the kind of person who because i think it's two kind of people people who get into a relationship and then learn about the person and then make a decision as to whether they're going to stay and then somebody who learns about a person as much as they're going to learn and then make an informed decision as to whether they want to move further with that person
1: do you think people do that when they're young though
0: Some like i don't do. know
1: do you think young people do that like with your first love because most of the time you're in high school and that that requires that requires the um What am I The Long term thought process That you don't possess At that time Like you don't think About consequences And It
0: might not be as intentional As I'm making it sound Okay But they don't just be like Hey you pretty Hey you handsome oh, Let's yeah. get in a relationship <laughs> Some people do that That's the version I'm talking about Where it's like physical attraction puts mm-hmm. you in a relationship and then you be like now let's learn about each other mm-hmm. as opposed to two people might just be hanging around each other mm-hmm. you know and then the high school version of it is they just hanging around each other and chilling and at some point they'd be like hey, we just didn't get in a relationship we know stuff about each other now yeah you know what i'm saying okay so yeah. I, I think that comes in varying levels i don't think they have the mind capacity to be that intentional yeah about it But I think they do. But I think it depends on if you're that kind of person that jump into relationships real quick. I think that how you feel about relationships and what you start to learn about relationships is going to be a compilation of all of those relationships that you got in and got out of mm-hmm. you know i don't think that your first relationship is going to be phase one and the second one's going to be phase two if you still
1: 16 and
0: 17 doing
1: this stuff uh, well it's not you know? relationships though. this is love not really it's not every relationship the article says you have three loves in your life not three relationships so that means that you're involved in relationships where you are in love with the person even though you may think that you are it doesn't say you get three relationships it says you get three loves. so i guess that makes it depend on if that person is a person that love in them relationships right i mean sometimes you in my experience because i've been in a situation where at the time i thought i was in love and then later on i look back on it to be like oh fuck no like that was not well you know what i I try to I kind of call myself on that
0: because I think it's unfair to myself, you know, and I just think it's unfair to myself to say today that I've never been in love just because I'm not in love with the person I was saying I love you to at that time.
1: I mean I don't I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you're never in love But I, I think sometimes people Mistake love for infatuation People mistake love for love Like sometimes you think it's love when it's not You legitimately think that that's what it is And it really was and not that I, I just don't love them now I never did like it was based on something That wasn't love well, What I say is
0: I loved A person based on what I believed Love was at the time I have never loved in the way that I believe love exists today, but every relationship propelled what I believe love was to another level. So I I can't say, I mean, I can say technically that I never loved, but at that moment, at that time, I believe that's what it was. My existence was, was that I loved that person. And so I just, I mean, I hate to just cop out and say, no, I ain't never been in love before
1: i mean I i've never been say, in what i define love
0: and I, I'm not, I mean that's, i would me. say
1: that i've never been in love but i have been in situations where i thought it was and it wasn't and i have actually been in love so i i don't think i don't know i feel like as you grow you learn that what you a lot of the things that i used to believe i found to not be fucking true so why would my feelings at the time not be different as well? Like, of course, you feel like something in the moment, but that doesn't make it true because you felt it in that moment. It may have been based on some bullshit. I don't know. And but, I, and I hadn't experienced it. Oh, okay. Because anybody I, I don't told <laughs> I love you. Like anybody
0: that that came out of my mouth towards them, mm-hmm. that's how I felt. And if I have that had come out of my mouth, I didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's people I dated that I never said that to. Yeah, you I know. Have too. So if I said it, I meant it. But it's not what. Today, Mm -hmm. what it is for me, what it was then.
1: I guess let me give you an example of what I'm, what I'm saying. I dated so after what I would count as my actual first love, I dated a guy. Now my actual first love got a bitch pregnant. That wasn't me because I don't have no kids, and that hurt like a bitch. So, the next guy that I dated, I dated him because he was safe right I I dated him because he was somebody that I never had to worry about going through that pain in particular again now because he was so much different from the other dude at the time I thought that I was in love with him I wasn't I was in love with the concept of not having to deal with what I dealt with before you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't him. It didn't have shit to do with him. It was what he provided to me, which was a level of comfort that I didn't have. Like, cause my I was very naive with that first love, so that shit came completely out of left field for me. That he was out here, for Cause I, in my mind, he, there's no way he would do that. He's not that guy. He would never do that. So. Finding out that people were capable of bullshit, or he in particular was capable of bullshit, fucked with me. So the next guy, I didn't want to have to deal with that. So I picked somebody who was extraordinarily safe. Now, I don't know that that was an intentional thing, but that's what I did. And like now, there's no fucking way we could ever <laughs> be together because he drives me crazy because it's he, he's very people pleasing. I can't stand that shit. I didn't like it at the time, but it was like, well, at least he trying. And so because he made me feel safe, I felt like I loved him. But unnecessary, I don't think I did. I think I liked the safety he provided and not having to you know, be worried about he gonna come and, and sit on the bleachers and, and tell me he got some bitch pregnant. I wasn't gonna have to deal with that with him because he definitely was not that person at all. So I don't think it's doing a disservice to him. I cared about him, I still care about him now because he's a nice person. I don't think I was ever like in love with him. I just, I don't. I think that I was, I felt safe. He provided me the safety that I needed at the time after, as I was nursing this broken ass, mangled ass little heart <laughs> that I had at the time. So that's what I mean. I mean, sometimes you look back at situations and realize that it wasn't the person, it, was necess- it wasn't the, the who they are as a person, it was what they provided. He provided like I hate to say he provided a service because that sounds like prostitution, but like (laughs) gigolo. (laughs) He was definitely not nobody's gigolo. Um, but he just he was a safety net. I needed that after that shit ass relationship because that last relationship before him fucked up my self esteem. It fucked up my naive. I was no longer naive. Like I was. I felt like niggas was just fuckboys. And I didn't want to have to deal with with somebody that was going to potentially do the same thing. So, I picked somebody that I would never have to worry about doing that. And I didn't. I never questioned um, his loyalty to me. Not once. Because I didn't have to. He provided that for me. So, that's what I mean by, like, you could think that you in love with somebody at the time based off of some shit that ain't something you should base love off of.
0: And that, I mean, I guess that's why it's different. I mean, one, I ain't had that many relationships. But, you know, number two, I haven't... I don't feel like any of my relationship choices was based off anything that had happened in my previous one. Oh, uh, okay. I think they're all isolated ways of how I chose to be with somebody.
1: I wish that was the case. You like, know.
0: <laughs> that would have been nice. I, mean,
1: I was an asshole to him, too. I feel bad. Like, I don't feel bad about a lot of shit in my life. I do feel bad about him because... He just came along at a like shit ass time. And I haven't been like an. He, I was an unintentional. Now I'm an unintentional asshole to people. Then that was like an unintentional me being an asshole. And that's like one of the things that I would do differently if I could like change it. Um, Because he really was just a nice, just a nice dude. And I think he liked me genuinely. And I liked him just not like in that way. He was just safe.
0: Maybe that propelled him into his third Situation
1: I mean he hung on to me For the longest I'm talking up until Like probably Five years ago held on To that shit it was crazy this was a high school Relationship but my parent well my mom Loved him And every time Christmas And shit he'd come over to the house And it was fucking weird it was a lot It was crazy it took him a long Time to let that shit and that's another reason why I Felt bad is because like just wouldn't let it go. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like this as far as my life is concerned is legit because I feel like there have been only two main like people that I could when I think about like whether or not I've loved somebody, my mind goes to two people and that's it. Like so and the description of those first and second loves right on. Like 100%. Spotlight. I guess I
0: just from my experiences I guess it paints I think it makes love too concrete in terms of this was your first love, you know, this was your second love when over the course of them times, depending on the kind of person you are, you could have loved a bunch of people or you could have loved none, you know. And so what what does it look like when you 26 and can't say that you don't love somebody you know,
1: but how far does this mean, thing span, you know? I mean, it says that your first love is oftentimes in high school, but it doesn't have to be. If you 26 and ain't never been in love, that just means you haven't encountered your first love yet. That doesn't mean that it won't follow suit still.
0: But I feel like at that point in time, probably through experience, vicariously through other people's relationships, through your parents, grandparents' relationship, you formed... That understanding of what you believe love's supposed to be like—you don't get to twenty-six without knowing yeah. what it is. That so. don't mean that
1: you've been having it, that you've experienced it just because you know what your definition of it is, or just just because you know what it looks like to you. It don't mean you didn't found it. But or. I don't
0: feel like the first relationship you get in at age twenty-six is going to create a brand new. I like you don't go into that thing brand blank with a blank slate, and you don't come out of it. Without, with all that other stuff gone And now this just took over Because this the first love I don't know I mean I don't know I, And I mean clearly I don't want to paint with a broad brush Clearly for some people it will For some people every relationship Erase everything they knew about relationships And the next one just be their whole new Template for it I mean it's people with the kind of personalities that adopting them things like that
1: definitely not my person (laughs) I mean clearly not I dated many people in between that second love and like just here and now not having encountered the third one yet and none of them I mean they're memorable but not really like it wasn't so would you call the second one the second one then
0: if you're saying that you weren't in love with that person, like what made that? If you if you saying that you weren't in love with that person, you didn't realize you wasn't. Then what makes that person the second?
1: He's not the second. He's I'm not counting him as the second person oh, I was in love with. So you that's only what had the first one. I only, I had the first one. Then I, that's what I was saying about. I use that as an example of. I thought I was in love at that time. Now that I'm older and I look back, I know that that wasn't love. He was not my second love. He wasn't in the number. <laughs> My second love didn't happen till college, and it wasn't oh, him.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, because he wasn't love.
0: But were you painting that guy as the definition of the second? Uh Okay. 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 I guess because
1: the, the second love is the one that you like hang on to and shit. When I graduated oh, yeah. and I went to college we broke <laughs> i broke up with him i was not clinging on to him i i think that he, he had served the purpose and got me through that heartache that the first love had had given me but i didn't hang on to him so no he i had the first one when i was in high school but it wasn't him and then i had the second one in college and then i have not encountered the third one and the way shit is going, I might be fifty years old before that shit happens. Cause it's, it's dry out here in these streams So
0: yeah, I didn't. I mean, the first, the first definition of love. Um,
1: Did you find the article?
0: Nah, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I just, I just put quick notes of each one of them because I oh, knew okay. I was gonna forget the first two <laughs> and just remember the third one. Okay, but it's the the first one is um
1: where you were like naive and idealistic and... I
0: don't feel like I I don't ever, think you ever like been I don't feel like I've ever that. been naive. <laughs> no,
1: I can't imagine that you have been. I
0: don't think I've ever been naive. Probably not. I, I mean, was like... For better or for worse.
1: 14, 15, I was naive until that nigga got that bitch pregnant. And after that, I became a lot more cynical about situations. Like I became the pessimist that you see before you now, basically. Um. or oh, I started becoming the pessimist that I am a big part of it that
0: I spent a lot of time withdrawn from people for whatever reason
1: I mean I, I mean, wasn't a people I think the reason why that guy was able to like why I was naive is because I wasn't spending a lot of time with people and he was like I wasn't the girl people were checking for so like him even being interested in me was just blew my mind it was just like what the fuck like me are you sure um and so because of that, I just like he chose me. Why would he fuck me over when he was the one who chose me? I didn't just go out here and find him. He came to me. So in my mind, that means that he's gonna treat me nice. And he did. Till I found out that bitch was pregnant.
0: My second second love. It's
1: more unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm trying to put some people in these spots. This is what just what happened.
1: They just went south. See, as soon as I read this article, those two people popped in my mind. This is what I'm saying. Like, they were the only two people that I would put in those spots. Yeah, nah. Like, I
0: don't have that, you
1: know. They were very clearly in my mind. Like, nobody else would fit. They were the only two. And And, I ain't nobody, nobody obviously. And i like, ain't got no trauma. I don't want
0: to call it trauma specific, but like, they they weren't even that They didn't leave that big of an impression or Mark On On me
1: Surprisingly both of them got people pregnant When they were with me Maybe that's why they're so Fucking memorable I don't know But it's, It branded
0: the memory <laughs> Like a cow you take the, this burn your Burned it in your brain Pretty much Yeah that's, that's how that shit happened Um
1: but, but they were the only two, like it was an unhealth, the second one was unhealthy, Not- I mean I wasn't like, I, wouldn't- I wasn't physically abused definitely, I don't know that I would call it emotional abuse, he was just real manipulative, like he was very, he was just a slick ass motherfucker, I don't know, Uh, and he would have you, qu- you would be mad about some shit, and then you would talk to him, and then you would be questioned, like should I be mad about this shit, like he was just very good at like manipulated situations. So I stayed for so long because I kept questioning, like, well shit, maybe it's me. <laughs> like, maybe I'm just being really unreasonable right now. Um, so yeah. I mean they follow the definitions pretty pretty good. Those are the only two people. Yeah. And the third I would imagine is how if I fall in love again, it'll be it'll be some shit. Cause I'm so I don't want to say I'm so cynical. I'm just like shit is just dry out here so like now I'm just kind of like okay well you know maybe it'll happen or maybe I I don't know why every time I say these people look at me like I'm crazy like you realize that some people stay by themselves They whole fucking life like that shit happens that shit happens there are people who never get married and have kids and so when I say, like, I don't know, maybe that's that's my life. Everybody's like, oh, my God, why would you say that that doesn't... But the shit is real. Like, that shit happens. There are people out here who don't never find a person that they, they going to be with, and they be by themselves. I'm just realistic enough to know it's a possibility. Is it likely? I don't know. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But I feel like it's a fucking possibility. Like, I might just not know. I might have Remy and Kingston, and I might do my therapy shit and help other people kids but I may just not I may not get that for myself and I realize that that's a possibility so I feel like that third love is absolutely gonna be out of the blue and just be like where the fuck did you come from when did this happen like I feel like that's what it's gonna be I do I
0: do think that uh, I mean I think it's legit I just don't think it fit in my experiences but my experiences are very all uh, right most well, of my life experiences are very odd and so different so
1: much more of a logical person than the average person though i feel like like for
0: better or for worse
1: yes so i feel like that's why it doesn't really speak to your experiences because you're so fucking logical like all the time
0: <laughs> for better or for worse for
1: better or for worse so yeah, yeah. So leave us a comment, write us a message, let us know, do y'all think that this is true? Does this sound like your life? I'm just curious to know if this is like, if you look back over your life, wherever you are right now, however old you are, have you had the first two love? You may not have, I mean, cause again, it ain't no, there's not like an age group where you supposed to, these things are supposed to happen. I guess most people would say they had their first love in high school. I feel like, you know, that's what happens and then that second one could come anyway if you in college because you around so many more people i guess it's more likely it would be during that time because you're exposed to so many because you get to be this age you just see the same motherfucker <laughs> you go to work you go home you may go out here and there but you, you see mainly the same people College is just different people all the time so um but yeah let us know right us let us know does this sound like your life might be at all so, again, you can send in those responses or a question of your own to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is ConversationCarnArtists with an S at gmail.com. So, yeah. um, You want to start with Nikki? Yep. You want to start with her her brother? I don't care. Huh, okay, let's just get her out of the way. Her response was ass. Um... She waited like three fucking weeks. If y'all don't know, I obviously been living on the rock. Remy Ma dropped two diss tracks. I want the second one, which I didn't even bother listening to because I thought that shit was so unnecessary. The first one being Sheether, set to the Nas um, diss track for Jay-Z from the 90s and the um, she killed nikki nikki took three weeks to respond and she responded with no frauds here's my issue with no frauds before anybody tell me that it's a good song i'm not even really debating whether it's a good song my issue is that it's not a good diss response because you only spoke on like the first 40 seconds of the song you got a song featuring drake and lil wayne and that's your diss response Why are you featuring people on your diss response? Like, as far as it being a catchy little song, sure. I'll give you that. As far as it being a great response to Remy Ma's diss, absolutely not. It was ass. It was terrible. You didn't even listen to it.
0: No, on purpose. (laughs) I'm not going to listen to it. I don't care
1: You ain't gonna have no choice You gonna Unless you just listen To like I your to the Spotify All time I've been the listening time. to Hamilton
0: for seven months Oh my god Okay well you won't hear it
1: <laughs> But it's gonna be on the. And I mean People were saying like Oh Nikki's smart Because she made a song That's gonna be played On the Here's the thing ether got played on the radio and he didn't have to feature no fuck about it and it was just a response to jay-z so don't give me that shit about she did it so that it would get radio play she could have just made a, a response and it kind of it could have got a radio play she didn't need to, the fact that you saying she needed to feature lil wayne and drake for it to get radio play sound crazy to me like she could have done that and it still would have got radio and play. Nicki
0: minaj could have responded to this whole beef and made a track yep to feature on the radio. Yep. She could have made some moves to make herself money. Yeah. Like, we there's no debate as to whether Nicki Minaj is going to make money in her career. Yeah. There's no debate as to whether she can make money. We know she can do all of those things. But she completely avoided this thing. <laughs> and people are Poise. using the fact that, oh, she just she wanted to make money. She she put out a track on the rest. She wanted radio play. That ain't how it worked. That ain't how it worked in the rap game, That's y'all. How
1: rap I ain't work. no rap head. <laughs> I, don't, I ain't no hip-hop head, Please, okay? Let, let me reiterate that because if I hear what, like, people have had some serious issues with these last few episodes when they're talking about hip-hop shit because, hey, we are not hip-hop heads at all. Like, the whole Remy Ma not being mainstream, oh my god.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm just gonna say right now, the only thing I'm for certain that I know about hip-hop is how to spell it, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna leave it right there. So, whatever I say, you can invalidate it whatever but from my limited perspective rap a part of rap culture is beef yes a part of rap culture is uh freestyling against one another yes you know rap battles mm-hmm. that is a part of the hip hop culture you know and what's the come on son dude name come on son come on son fuck ed lover maybe i don't know damn he played in that movie. With... what movie i can't remember the name of the movie god damn it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> he got a podcast called come on son and he got all this shit that'd be like you know come on son yeah ed lover okay he said look nikki you my friend you know, I know you from when you was hanging out with these people. You know, we cool, but we from Queens. You gotta rep queen <laughs> and you need to beast out or tap out. Either one. You can either beast out and go at her, or you can tap out and and be done. But you gotta do one of them things.
1: I feel like she tapped out
0: with this. No, I mean what he's saying is she need to verbally say, "Listen, oh. I'm not getting into that." Oh, okay. Beef. You know, I don't want to do that.
1: Cause even like, okay, I. She said something about her having to get a pap like insinuating that papoose like ghost ghost wrote um, Sheetha. Probably did. That's like the only memorable thing that she fucking said that I can remember. Because keep in mind I only listened to the shit once. So (laughs) that's the only thing. Now again I also only listened to Sheetha once and I still can tell you a lot of the shit Remy Ma said. There was nothing memorable about Nikki's verse, cause that's she had one verse on this song because she featured Drake and Lil Wayne. I feel like it was a shitty response. So again, I'm not arguing whether or not the song is nice. It ain't. I don't. I'm not gonna play the shit. But for like Nikki fans and fans of Lil Wayne and Drake, it's. I'm sure y'all love the song. Not a question about whether or not the song is gonna be profitable. It's about whether or not it was a good response, and it was not. It was
0: awful. The thing is if somebody punch you in the face you punch them back
1: you don't go get two other people and come back three weeks later you don't
0: hold your face look at them in disbelief (laughs) and just walk away real slow way back and then come back later with two people come back three weeks later and be like bitch you
1: remember when you hit me three weeks ago we finna whoop you like
0: that's that, that that's the equivalent of what she did that's not what you do in a rap battle not. and you lose respect but the thing is nikki don't care about that respect on the street level i believe Remy mon do care about this respect on the street level like it's just they're in different worlds i would be more inclined to call nikki minaj a pop star <laughs> more than a rapper that's what a lot of know, people have been saying <laughs> because she she caters to and not because of what she does i think that's because of the crowds that she caters to I mean, she's had some good rap verses, mm-hmm. you know, but she caters to a crowd that ain't, don't care about Remy Ma beef. They ain't in hip-hop genre. They not in that genre. The people that, Remy, that supporting Remy, they are hip-hop heads. They are supporting that. So they looking for something from Nicki that her fan base don't care about. Yeah. And so I'm inclined to say Nicki don't care about it because her fan base don't care about it. You know, but don't be passive-aggressive out here. I mean, don't be <laughs> dropping... Passive subtle lines in your songs from here on out yeah, about Remy Ma Mom.
1: Shut the fuck like, up. Like just leave
0: it be. Yep. If you ain't gonna do nothing, don't don't be there. But cause this ain't gonna lose. I don't feel like this ain't gonna lose Nicki Minaj no money. No, it ain't. It ain't
1: I don't think this is gonna impact her the way that the Drake beef impacted me. <laughs> was meek mill anything before drake i mean he ain't (laughs)
0: his shit probably ain't changed the only people buy his shit from his hometown
1: see now you saying that and some of these hip hop folks gonna be upset i really don't i meek mill yells i think i said this before i don't like people yelling at me even if it's through a song i don't understand why he got to be so loud so i don't listen to his shit i also don't follow his record sales and none of that other shit But I feel like he started losing, like even just as far as his life is concerned. After that, he started taking these L's. He got on house arrest and shit. If he was making fun, like shit like him falling down the stairs became Like he just started losing that life after that. Even if he didn't lose money he just start taking L's left well, see, and right. The, the way that I look
0: at Meek Mill is I look at Meek Mill as the dude that everybody just knows is clumsy. <laughs> like, I don't think that he's losing per se. Like, Ja Rule lost, okay? Yes. I feel like Meek Mill just, that dude that always <laughs> falling, they be like, help that mother, help <laughs> his ass up. <laughs> and they get him up and let help him go by the I think people just do that. For, like, I think that's Meek Mill. I think he's just, he ain't going to I don't think he was impacted that much More so than becoming the butt of all the jokes But like I
1: feel like he was more In the spotlight with his clumsiness Like I don't feel like niggas knew he was that I feel like the people in his circle may be like help that nigga up I don't feel like (laughs) we knew That he was that fucking clumsy after that And now it's just like he just falling What happened is
0: he fell on stage in front of the whole school (laughs) All right, now everybody know he clumsy And when you go to his home But you be like yeah he always falling shit I mean it's all good though he cool people like I feel like I don't know it. I don't hate Meek Mill I don't hate him either I, mean, but I feel like he, he I don't, don't have no negative L's. from all the stuff that's been going on I ain't got no negative thoughts about Meek Mill for some reason I don't know what it is I just think he catch a lot of L's I don't like
1: him or dislike him I don't like his music for sure because he's crazy. to me. I've much.
0: chosen sides in a lot of battles
1: I've chosen sides in a lot of shit I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't really give a fuck about him and Drake I feel like Drake won Sure. Maybe I'm just so impartial to his existence that, <laughs> that it is ain't terrible. even registering. You apathetic as shit when it comes to this man's <laughs> existence. That's terrible.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of people under that. No, it that. Is. Like, is. But you know, as far as him, I, I'm a, why didn't I choose sides? Like I chose between Jason and Nas. I chose between Tupac and everybody else, Tupac. Tupac was I was on Tupac's <laughs> side. I don't care who he was beefing with. Fuck everybody else. You know, since he died, now I've come around to, you know, respect all the other artists in whatever forms they are, but i've chosen a lot of sides but like i don't i real, i just i don't think i care for drake at all for whatever it, like he got you, some catchy songs you cannot
1: care for him and still admit that he won that though i cannot care for him and
0: say that i like a lot of his songs yeah but like it don't have to be drake like if drake didn't exist and it was another person that looked completely different and did all the drake songs I might feel better about the that person. you got against Drake? I don't know.
1: <laughs> he just seems so fucking smug about everything. I mean, he's done pretty well. I mean, not to say he should be smug, but he got reasons to be smug. It's, I don't it's know. Better than, it's better him have reasons to be smug than some of these smug motherfuckers like, you be like, really nigga,
0: I like, feel like smugness is a smart version of arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> like dumb niggas is arrogant. <laughs> you know, smart, people smart are niggas smug. are smug. I don't like arrogance and I don't like smugness And I can't call him arrogance cause he ain't done no, Nothing overt but I feel like He believes he can have whatever he want Go wherever
1: he, he, he want do whatever he want You don't think Meek is arrogant Cause he, he definitely ain't smart So you don't think he arrogant
0: I don't think Meek is that I don't know I mean no More arrogant than you supposed to portray Yourself in rap I feel like Drake is like you know I feel like he's arrogant in his relationships. I feel like he's arrogant with his friends. Is he
1: arrogant in his relationships? I don't know. I'm
0: just listen. I don't know what lens that I've just figured out this stuff from. Can I don't be like
1: know the R&B thug of him. I don't know what I saw. He be crying and and and, and emo and shit. Like he an emo rap artist. I don't know that he's like arrogant in his relationships. He kind of out here look crazy. But the thing when
0: is, I mean, I don't. I'm diagnosing this from a unfounded perspective. Okay. I have no idea. Maybe it was a video. Like maybe it's his persona. I don't know
1: Drake. For I mean, real. the way you feel about me is how I feel about Drake. Look, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, like about Drake. I don't really care. I don't like him, dislike him. I just he's Drake.
0: Okay, he just he just seems smug or something. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Drake won that shit. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, he did. But. Nikki, she got to She gotta do something She gotta either bow out or go for it But I like, think if she, she just gonna, gonna
1: move on and not even say shit about what's it What's
0: gonna happen is Papoose and Remy Ma
1: Oh yeah cause they talked about Papoose in that song And I think he gonna have some shit to say They yeah. about to make
0: Fat Joe uncomfortable as fuck <laughs> Because he friends with every fucking body <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like Terror
0: Squad Like he ain't gonna ban the Terror Squad You know but I don't know if he'll be distant From this situation cause when she started going, When she started doing that shit at the concert Oh yeah He stepped back <laughs> well, he might now, like They are my friends <laughs> You know But I don't know But I think I was saying that uh, just in hip hop that is a part of the culture. It's a small part of the culture. You don't have to participate in it, but just don't participate in it. You know? Get roasted, be roasted and go on about your career. But you know people are waiting for you. You know people expect something from you. And this was shit. That wasn't it. That was not a diss track. That was not you know, that was a, a pop song with some diss references.
1: Yep. Pretty much. Somebody said it was a <laughs> a bop, <laughs> a bop. What was the bop? A little dis bop, <laughs> little a little ditty. So, um, you want to talk about a brother now? Let's do it. Okay, this nigga. So, as y'all know, Nicki Minaj's brother has a case pending for uh raping a 12 year old girl and by rape i mean forcing himself upon her because she's 12 and she can't consent now first they were talking about look at her sexual history which was like she fucking 12 if she fucked everybody in the neighborhood nigga it don't matter because the issue here is that you're you know 35 or however the fuck old you are, she's 12. It don't matter if she was promiscuous or not. And the fact that that's your, your defense is horrible. Now it didn't come out that in part of him forcing her to have sex with him, he was saying, if you don't do this, basically, I'm going to sodomize you. Like, really, sir? Like, that? that's how you get her to, like, go along with this, is a threaten to, if you don't do it this way... <laughs> I'm gonna do it this way. It's this gonna be worse. If you don't let me sodomize you, I'm gonna sodomize you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
1: which is kind of ironic because if he is convicted and he goes to prison, that's exactly what the fuck the prisoners are gonna do to him. Sodomize him, and it ain't gonna just be a threat of sodomize. He, they gonna do the shit. Like, what kind of person, like? would he say that i wonder how he said it i mean they i mean who's gonna say forced anal sex i mean i'm sure he didn't say sodomized but that's what sodomy is but that's the
0: same so the definition of sodomy says sexual intercourse involving anal or oral copulation
1: oh i didn't know oral was included in that most of the time when people say sodomized they were refer, referring to anal forced anal
0: i have see I questioned that a while back because Tupac always talked about how Wendy Williams said that she sodom he sodomized her in the club. That so I I was so sodomy by the law definition got a lot more in it than just anal.
1: But I feel like when usually when it's used it's, it's used for anal because usually if it's like forced oral that's what they'll say. Usually when you see sodomy, it's been forced anal sex. Like when they were saying that the priest was sodomized, they sodomized. Those. I guess that could have been oral.
0: Non-procreative too. sexual activity.
1: Okay. Well, that's anal so and oral. So any
0: activity that's, that won't produce.
1: That would be anal and oral. Though that yeah. That is those two things.
0: And considering that it come from the Bible, I guess that does make sense. I guess. It's
1: just still stupid. How do you like what kind of a threat is that like have sex with me or i'm gonna fuck you in the ass like what what is that (laughs) what who says that like this whole thing is just really fucking terrible and let me just say pedophiles are fucking horrible people and i know that they're supposed to be we're supposed to look at them as like people with problems they're fucking terrible who said that They're always like it's like well you know he has a problem and they no need to number be revealed.
0: one <laughs> them number point five people out of ten say that <laughs> I just want to let you know
1: they're terrible they're, they're fucking terrible
0: are, nobody says look at pedophiles as positive people I you mean, can go find comment threads on about pedophiles bro you are gonna find all kind of murderers in there
1: but if you look at the um, shade room uh they like i follow them on instagram in the comments it is people taking up well that they saying well we don't know what happened and ain't nobody said this is what i'm discussing this based on the information that is coming out very obviously this is america and so until he's found guilty in the court of law technically he's supposed to be innocent but that is in the court of law you, we all know people get tried in the court of public opinion Way before they get tried in the court of law That's just how the fuck shit works So miss me with saying He had not been found guilty of it
0: I feel like the only reason he even got people That's taken up for him is cause he, he Nicki Menon's Menon's brother. Brother. Yeah. If there was a no name motherfucker Just in Boondocks town Then ain't nobody taking up for them people
1: Hell no because this is some shit That goes on all around America Unfortunately
0: It's crazy that in his head He's distinguishing a twelve-year-old having sex with him consensually is not being raped, and threatening to rape her if she don't consent to it. Like those the bro, if you have sex with a twelve-year-old, <laughs> whether it's forceful or not, in your mind, that's rape. Yep. You a twelve-year-old can't consent to shit. And a twelve-year-old don't about. even have formal concrete operations in her mind. Fucking, you can't even pump gas till you goddamn eighteen. Yeah. What the fuck? You're telling me that you are expecting this 12 year old to say yes But that's our, our society has said People at certain ages are too young to do shit Right And goddamn it's Depending on what state you're in You got from 16 to goddamn motherfucker about to be in the casket To make them decisions Don't fuck with the ones under 16 Under 18 depending on what state you're in It, it ain't that hard
1: And don't, like, you all You cannot use as a defense what she was fucking other people. Like, what is that? That don't have shit to do with nothing. That goes back into this whole... That ass
0: is gonna get murdered by Jim Bob, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, don't be like, you know, I fucked up, too. I mean, what you're essentially saying is, I fucked up, and hey, I'm snitching on everybody else. You on that Shaq, that Kobe and Shaq shit. It ain't like... Saying that shit ain't gonna get you out of trouble, bro. It's just gonna get other people fucked up in the game, okay? Kobe talking about Shaq didn't get you out of the shit hole. It got Shaq divorced. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's how that shit worked. So for him, it don't help you none. What you're doing is you gonna launch a mass investigation into your neighborhood about pedophiles.
1: Pretty much. That's it. To say, well, investigate her sexual history, her sexual history isn't in question my nigga she 12. (laughs) it don't matter you're insane and that's the saddest defense i've ever heard like you gonna get locked up and since you like sodomy so much you gonna get all you can handle behind bars because that's what they do with pedophiles in prison you at the bottom of the motherfucking uh food chain in prison when it comes to your crime And you gonna get all the sodomy you can handle He
0: gonna be wishing for the booty finger
1: Oh We went so many episodes without you mentioning that shit We were doing so good
0: I'm just saying (laughs) He gonna gonna wish he was a point in his life Where the only thing he had to worry about was a finger being in his booty (laughs) That's where he gonna be at Listen, don't commit crimes, y'all.
1: Yeah, I mean... Generally, don't commit crimes. And definitely don't commit no heinous
0: shit like this shit. I mean, damn, you at some points, you're not going to be able to avoid committing crimes, okay? Is that true? Yeah.
1: How so? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking self-defense. Oh, okay. Ain't a crime... I, I mean... It's a crime if they don't find your ass having self, I mean, defended yourself. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, in some instances, you're going to get put in where the line is so blurred as to whether you commit a crime or not, that it's going to be a crime sometime and sometimes it's not. Don't go find crimes that you just shouldn't, but don't have sex with no 12-year-old. Yes. Don't have no sex with somebody that's 35 that look like they might be 12. Yes. (laughs) Get their fucking ID and their records and go meet their parents and see how old they is. Pretty much. (laughs) Like, how old are you... Miss such and such. Oh, you sixty. So okay, you definitely had her when you was, you know. So <laughs> you know, you know, your daughter looked twelve, right? <laughs> yeah, she didn't look like that whole lot. Like, don't commit crimes. Yeah. Especially not them kind of crimes. You, I mean, he ain't look. I'm inclined to believe that he gonna get murdered in jail.
1: He gonna get he murdered might. in jail. He ain't gonna get. He gonna get raped though. I mean, the end result might be him being murdered, but I feel like, yeah.
0: I feel like they're gonna rape him with something that ain't a. Body oh, yeah. part, no,
1: yeah, that happens a lot. That still yeah. ain't it still sodomy? It's, it's, it's still sodomy, sodomy if it ain't a penis, yeah, yeah, okay. He's still gonna get sodomized, yeah, may not be yeah. with a penis, yeah. they gonna find an onion in that man's ass, fucking. What
0: <laughs> 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 I don't know, I just feel like it'll burn for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't even. You would not be
0: able to get a tomato in. Oh.
1: <laughs> you just went right off the rails. I feel like an onion. You, it, it, it's gonna keep its shape. Oh
0: my god! And I feel like when they try to get it out, the juice is gonna burn the inside of your ass. I can't. I
1: can't. I can't. I cannot <laughs> continue with this line of conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying. A fucking onion. Okay. I I don't know. That's bad. It is. Uh. Okay. Well, since we were talking about. Well. Yeah. Speaking of Papoose earlier. So oh, Kaya. Jesus. My neck. My back. Kaya. Don't trust no niggas. Kaya. Um. Can't wang with it. I mean for y'all younger listeners y'all probably know who the fuck I'm talking about because all of this shit was like early 2000s (laughs) so y'all may not know who Kaya is she is thug (laughs) missus um and I guess she won't so badly to be able to like start a beef with Remy Ma herself that she been putting out these little videos talking about how Remy obviously ain't fucking papoose correctly and how she could do a better job. If you ain't never seen Kaya, pause right now and go Google Kaya. Cause you need to see her to understand why this is so fucking ridiculous that she thinks she could take anybody, man. Kaya looked like the worst possible embodiment, physical embodiment of like hood. Like think of like your worst possible image of like what hood is and Kaya's like 10 10 rungs below that. Kylie look horrible. She looks disgusting. Her body is gross. Her face is gross. Like, even when she... I mean, this is years later, but even during my neck, my back, I'm looking at her thinking, like, who the fuck is touching your neck or your back? Let alone any of the other shit you described in this fucking song. Like, seriously? She's gross. So, she came out
0: with my neck, my back, which is... Which is a horrible song. It is. But when she came out, or a little bit after that, rumors came out that she had AIDS. <laughs> Those were rumors.
1: Funny. Okay.
0: And I think that she addressed them at some point. I mean, I don't know why you would address it. But in my head, from that moment on, she became the embodiment of what AIDS looked like.
1: I hate you. So much. I just feel like. She looked like what AIDS look like. She just looked nasty. Like I can't. That's why I said pause it and go look it up for yourself. Because there is nothing we're gonna be able to say that will do how nasty this woman looks. Justice. Like she just looks disgusting. Like dirty. She looked like she smelled like, like, like spoiled salmon. Like I don't. I can't. I cannot do a description of her that would accurately depict what Kaya looks like like y'all just have to like Google her and see if you are not familiar with her like I said she had my net my back she had don't trust no niggas she had uh Wang with it which is a dance that is still played if it's any 30 somethings and above (laughs) in the room cause we still know how to do the dance alright combine
0: the nastiest twerking video you ever seen well, the stripper that you've seen That has some scars and cut marks on her
1: On amateur night The stripper you saw on amateur night That scars and cut marks
0: Combined with the mama that you Know be selling food stamps <laughs> Combined with uh, The lady who come pick her kids up Late from school It's a bunch of other stuff to combine with But take them four That's, that's her And somebody who got aids
1: i really hate you so much man. <laughs> didn't it, she deny those allegations i don't know i mean i'm pretty sure she denied it. i hope she didn't she's still out here talking about fucking somebody's husband she, hope should, she, ain't she got got shouldn't
0: it. have said nothing like if somebody <laughs> accused you of something they ain't got uh, you ain't got then and you ain't i mean i'm a gonna political say figure, this
1: I mean, well, I guess it's different. Now. Well, I was Kaya ain't got the money to get the good meds like Magic Johnson. So I feel like if it were true, she would be like sick or dead by now. Cause, yeah, I know it. I mean, I know it wasn't true, but she does. Yeah, she just she just. I, again, I <laughs> disgusting. Like it, Papoose would have to be beyond desperate. Like this would be some shit. Like if somebody had a gun to your head and said you either fuck her, I'm gonna blow your brains out, you might consider just being like pull the trigger. Like I'm oh, I'm
0: definitely dying. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna repent for my sins just in case heaven real
1: <laughs> and see
0: if that loophole worked.
1: That's what she looked like. Well on point would rather die <laughs> than to be involved with her. Like that's what she looked like.
0: The truth of the matter is, if I ever got in that position, I don't deserve I'm, I've clearly started making decisions too poor to, for me to continue existing, okay? If I'm in a room where they, somebody trying to get me to fuck Kaya, and they got a gun in my and head saying I'm gonna point. kill you or not, I'm like, you know, it's like one of them scenes where it be like, you know, you wonder how I got to this point? Well, let me tell you, And then ass, the movie tells yeah, the, 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 tell the whole story, and then, and then my brains just get blown out because I ain't doing that shit. <laughs>
1: So then, like the last video I saw, that she made she somebody made her like I love Papoose shirt with his pi-. like it was crazy. Is Papoose is an insane lyricist, so like he could come out with some shit to destroy her. Like, and I don't even think he would because that's who Kai is. She that bitch that you just be like fuck this. It ain't even worth it. Well, it's kaya I don't think Papoose would
0: anyway. I think Rim and Ma would. Yeah, and I she think would. that's what she's trying to provoke. She's trying to get a uh she's trying to get a diss track. About her whole career, <laughs> just so like what happened to Nicki fuck? Minaj, yeah. and if she do, everybody gonna be looking up her shit and finding her
1: shit. That's just that's what she want. But I feel like Remy it's, it's Kaya. Who the fuck cares? Like who she cares? don't even know who the fuck to go ask shit about
0: Kaya. Like who who knows shit about <laughs> Kaya? What the f-
1: like? Where the fuck do I find out stuff about her? I don't know, and I don't want to know. I don't. Want to know anybody that know anything substantial about fucking Kaya? Yeah, Remember my You didn't make bad decisions in life. <laughs> That's the case. Like Kaya is just gross. She's fucking gross, man. Like I don't know. I don't know. And speaking of bad decisions, I, you don't watch Black Ink Crew, do you? Know what Black Ink Crew is though? Yes. Okay, it's a reality show about a very famous tattoo parlor in new york Mm -hmm. he now has opened uh, a shop in atlanta here recently now he dated this girl on the show named duchess he was engaged to duchess they broke up a dog name it is and that is a pretty accurate description of what his fiance looked like so good for you Uh, um she and she was the most manipulative like terrible she i'm not gonna say he was the best because he 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 did some niggerish shit But she used him, I feel like, to get her own shop in North Carolina because she's actually from North Carolina. And she's back in North Carolina now because she used his fame to get her shop called Pretty in Ink open shortly after pretty and ain't open this random bitch come up talking about he got her sister pregnant but ain't got no proof about this and Duchess take that and run with it because she was ready to get out of this relationship because she had the shop she wanted anyway so anyhow i would say duchess was not the best to decide and especially not getting engaged to duchess it was not a good decision on c's part now he just then decided to continue making fucking bad decisions because now he's being attached to Carly Red who is on another reality show called Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Carly Red is a bitch who is probably 60. Jokes are being made all the time about how old she is. Nobody knows for sure how old she is. She's not a terrible looking uh, chick but she like messy and, and just stupid and it's like why would you Why would you want to date another I think I don't know if I said this on this show If I said it when I was over on Government name podcast But I feel like when people start doing VH1 Reality shows it's the same way that you Would feel if you saw your friend on crack Like nigga when did you get on crack I feel like them reality shows Is like the bottom of the barrel That's like you got on crack He getting on crack vicariously Like she gonna have him snorting lines instead of like him just getting on the lines himself because I feel like black ink is a watchable. It ain't like love and hip hop. Like I feel like it's a bit more watchable for me than love and hip hop. It's not as ridiculous. And him fucking Carla Red is just bad decisions. Bad decisions on top of bad decisions on top of bad decisions. And I don't really know why.
0: Like. All the bitches in Atlanta. I personally feel like any reality show it's crack. is like jumping into a dumpster of bad decisions. <laughs> like the whole dumpster is just full of bad decisions. Ain't no good decisions in it. That's the reason they in the dumpster. Because all good decisions got picked out of that shit. Yeah. And they all, if you on a reality show, you're in a dumpster of bad decisions. And The only way is to get out of there. And it might not be because you make bad decisions, but it's because this production is made to make it look like you make bad decisions even if you don't. Yeah. They're gonna cut and they're gonna edit and they're gonna make shit look crazy and there's a bunch of reports of these shows making shit look like it ain't really, you know, yeah. it exists, but it yeah. doesn't really exist because they edited it to be that way.
1: But I feel like, well, Black, black that ain't crazy as fuck on Black, and, and they fighting shit just like any other reality show, but I feel like he, he took that since he's been, I think this is like season five maybe of the show, he took that original fame from that he didn't open up another shop he got a second shop in new york and now he got a third shop in atlanta from the promotion that being on the show gave him you know what i'm saying like i think he was a big deal in new york already people outside of new york know him now because of the show
0: Well, tv money i'm sure is much better
1: than the Damn, tattoo. tattoo. I money. mean, he probably shot. I don't know how much. He, uh, them tattoos are nice As fuck And as somebody who has tattoos, you people paying a pretty penny getting art by. And I'm sure. It, I'm smaller. sure it's
0: increased his amount of money. Yeah. You know. And I'm sure he's got tattoo artists in line yeah. ready to get into to his get shop. In the shop. Yeah. And so he probably don't have to worry about losing money. Mm-hmm. And tattoo artists that work there. Yeah. Even if it's not one that's going on a TV show, he can open up a bunch of satellites, and I'm pretty sure that people just—he yeah. can make money. He, it's branded; it's become a a greater brand.
1: And I feel like that's what you. I feel like he's an example. If you gonna be on crack, or if you gonna sell crack, I guess in his his <laughs> his situation, he was he's using it to his advantage by opening more shops and so making more money for himself. Carly Red is a dumbass broad. Like, I just, why? Why would you want to attach yourself?
0: So he done started getting high on his own supply. Didn't
1: started getting high on his own fucking supply. Whereas he was selling crack before with Black Egg. Now he's smoking it by being with Carly Red. And I don't want to see him on crack. I feel, but I feel like this. I feel like it's two types of being on crack. There's a David Ruffin type of being on crack. And there's an Eddie Kane type of being on crack. Have you seen both of these movies I'm referring to? Mm-hmm. Eddie Kane was redeemable, right? He was on crack and you know he came to the show in that sparkling ass suit singing nice like this and shit. At the end, though, he turned his shit around. He was okay. David Ruffin smoked crack till he died. Like he there wasn't no reform in him. Like he that was it wasn't gonna say. I feel like Caesar is a uh, Eddie Kane. I feel like he could turn this shit around by stop making these fucking bad decisions when it comes to women. Carla Red is not nobody don't need to be nobody's choice but other motherfuckers that are on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Like the part let me give the person she was with before him was young Jock. And young Jock, it it career-wise is the same as fucking Kaya. I don't when was the last it's going down. When was the last time you remember <laughs> a young Jock hit? And he was just a meme last year because he got that perm. <laughs> looking like somebody's aunt. So I don't I just I I hate to see C's making such bad decisions because I feel I felt sorry for him with Duchess because I think he actually did care about her and I think she used him to like soar her star now she got that um, the the whole scene with the woman saying that he got her sister pregnant was not believable at all and normally it's some shit that Duchess would have went off about but she just went right along with it and I feel like it was because she was looking for a way out and a way for her to save face, cause so now she get to be, oh poor me, he got somebody pregnant, oh my goodness, and he did me wrong, and I had to leave, and woe is me. As opposed to her just saying, you know what nigga, I got my shop, I'm out. So I felt bad for him for that that whole situation, but now I'm just like, come on please, like Carly Red, like, uh, Carly Red though, like. She might be charming. I don't, unless it's charming in a way that it seems like a lot of New York niggas like the Southern accent. You know, they maybe like. Maybe he like don't watch none of that shit.
0: South. Maybe he don't watch none of that reality shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just got his show. He focused on his art. I mean, I mean, I guess he might have said, if you opened up a shop in Atlanta, you might as well meet some more of the reality stars, and he don't really know the baggage.
1: It can be a lot of reasons I feel like if you're somebody in the spotlight You need to be careful about who you fucking attach yourself to Like if I was him And people knew who I was I'm gonna know about a motherfucker Before we start being out in public together Because I'm not gonna be attached to some Young jock ass motherfucker Like I'm <laughs> not finna to do that He's a smart businessman I feel like he should know better Like, Would you go watch every season of a TV show that David You ain't even gotta watch none of her show Google Carly Red and tell you all you need to know that this bitch ain't somebody you need to fuck with. The bitch, before Young Jock was Life Jennings, like, it, th- that's who she was dating before Jock. And she's trying to get with Jock on this season, I guess, because, you know, the seasons that aired like previous. But, like, you can just Google her. You ain't got to even watch the show. You can just Google her and see the shit that, oh, May. Uh, not Mano. What was his name? With no neck. Oh, what is his name? She was fucking with him too. The nigga with no neck. Oh, what is his name? God damn it. It's not Mayno. Job of the Hood. He looked like Job the Hood, but it ain't Job of the Hood. Oh, the fuck is
0: his name? That's the only thing I can think of with no neck at the
1: moment. Oh. I don't know why I can't think of this nigga name. Everybody that she been attached to has been some niggas that you be like, "What?" <laughs> like, he the best nigga she been attached to. I say that. Oh, what is his name? He owned a magazine. Benzino. Benzino, no neck, having ass.
0: Uh, I put that Carly red, no neck. And busy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 'Cause he's known for not having no fucking neck. Uh, Benzino, exactly, him. Benzino. Like these are the people that she's been attached to herself to. You don't want to be with nobody that been attached to Benzino. Like, come on, son. No. <laughs> Just no.
0: Benzino's eyes look like he blind.
1: <laughs> he's not.
0: I know he ain't blind.
1: He's not blind. But, yeah, I just wanted to just say that Caesar needs to stop making these bad decisions. And that is a perfect metaphor. He is a crack dealer who made his money and was able to, like, make it uh, go in different directions. And now he just started getting high on his own supply. And him getting high on his own supply takes the form of him dating Carly Red. And it's terrible. It's terrible to see. I hope he is in fact like Eddie Kane and not David Ruffin. I hope he don't die because it is crap. <laughs> hope we get off before it's too late. Get off of that ride. Pretty much, but that's all I have. All right, so Mister
0: On Point here to ruin your day with some
1: bullshit.
0: <laughs> with some bullshit. Um, there is a very very long list of black privileges that's supposed to be challenging white privilege, so let me just throw out here what white privilege is okay and i'm a, I'm gonna use some examples first if red, if I come into your house and I've never been to your house before, you got house privilege you know everything is yes i do you created the system i did you the only one that can change it i am if somebody run in there and if you got a gun mm-hmm. or if you got some kind of weapon and somebody run in there i'm gonna die and you are gonna live because i'm not gonna know where the weapons at yes you gonna know where they are mm-hmm. you got house privilege if you've been playing monopoly for 20 years <laughs> and you invite me to play and it's my first day playing monopoly Yes. You got monopoly privilege. I do. You're going to amass wealth. I am. You're going to collect all the property. Uh Uh-huh. You're going to gain a lot of money while I'm trying to figure out how to exist in the system. Yes. You know, you'll have monopoly privilege. Yes. If every white person if every white person moves to Africa tomorrow, Africans will have African privilege. Yes. Because they created the system Mm -hmm. to cater to themselves Mm -hmm. and You got a lot of generations to go before y'all can really start learning the language and start integrating into the system, but you're never going to integrate to the level of the people who created the system and who the system was created for. Yes. That is the concept behind white privilege. White privilege just means that this system was made by people who have the same goals and as white people. Yes. Because those were the ones who made the rules. Yes. They're the ones that set that house up to give you house privilege. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who've been playing Monopoly for 20 years to give you Monopoly privilege. They're the ones who created and established this system to give themselves white privilege in this country. That's what it is. But what white privilege does not do, it does not guarantee you anything. And it does not guarantee that somebody else that is not white doesn't have anything. Mm -hmm. It doesn't guarantee you shit. It at the least has some very subtle implications on how our society exists. For example, a part of white privilege is that band aids are skin colored. Yep. But not my skin color. Nope. Band aids were only made with white people in mind. Yep. You know they have different color band aids now, but none of them are brown skin still. Yep. You can get some Star Wars band aids, and you can get some band aids with the life of pets on it, and all kind of other creatures (laughs) and stuff on it. Uh, SpongeBob, but there's still none for brown skin yep you know there is an ethnic section in walmart Mm -hmm. if you white you might have walked by you might have noticed it but because you never have to use it you might not even think it exists there is an ethnic hair section
1: that's where i go get all of my shit for my fro yes
0: like white privilege just means that white people are the baseline for how america exists yep That's it. Yep. And it provides some small advantages. Mm -hmm. It provides some big advantages, but it don't guarantee you that you have shit. It don't guarantee you as a white person that you're supposed to be successful. You know, it means that your ancestry, assuming that you're not Irish or Scottish, assuming that your ancestors have been here forever. It only guarantees that your ancestry had the opportunity to amass wealth Mm -hmm. while mine was owned by somebody while the Latinos were not allowed to come into this country, while other groups were treated poorly here. Mm -hmm. That's all it guarantees that you've never had anything that could potentially hold you up, but yourself. Yes. There was no system that held you up. At some point in time, there has been a war that held up Latinos. There have been unfair treatment that held up Asian Americans. There have been, there has been slavery that held up African Americans and legislation to stop all of them people from doing anything that white America didn't want them to do yep. because white America was the legislators. They were making the laws and they still make the laws today. Y'all don't have to worry about that. White people, white privilege is not having to worry about anything when talks about a wall come up or talks about stopping frisk come up because you don't get stopped and frisked because you're not going to get deported because of a wall. Yep. You get the luxury of living a problem free worry free life as it pertains to things that brown people worry about yep you know that's what white privilege is and and it just means that you you got home court advantage that's it home court advantage don't mean you're gonna win the game it just means that you have so much more support than the other team and the other team just has to get their mind right and work a little bit harder if they want to overcome the barriers of what that home court advantage advantage provides that's what white privilege is i'm just tired of hearing you know when a white person you know don't have nothing they say well i don't have nothing so i don't have white privilege no that don't mean you don't have white privilege this country still cater to still caters to people that look like you and for people who say you know well i had scottish um my parents or my grandparents were scottish immigrants or irish immigrants or jewish or italian or any group that was treated unfairly with white skin. Well, that's true. Those groups were treated horribly and they had to overcome some shit. But a large part of that was they had the prerequisite in skin color to say, if I give up some of my traditions, if I give up how I name my children, if I give up clothes from my culture, if I give up how my culture talks, they won't be able to know yep. that I'm Irish or Scottish. Just white just white yep. and it was in their best interest to forego all of that stuff to become a part of society you can blend into society as a white irish person as a white scottish person as a jewish person as an italian person you can blend in to american society the people that can't blend in are people that have cultural differences an asian person has distinct features from their region that White American look at them and say you're Asian. Yep. And Latino has features that that you can look at them and say they're you know Latino. And Black people have a feature that you can look at them and say they're Black. We don't have the prerequisite to be able to fit in. We can always be singled out, targeted, and looked at from what we look like, not from how we act, not from how we behave, not from how we talk, but merely how we look. Yep. Stop and frisk is a purely aesthetic based action by the police in places that have implemented it yep and even and when it comes to the wall and and latinos and immigration and muslim and even stopping frisk even if i don't believe this but even if donald trump's legislation and the legislators who have been trying to do that are the smartest people on earth and have the best intentions for handling immigration in this country you're you're asking people that may not have the intelligence that may not have the sensitivities to enact that legislation. How do you think a, a a low intelligence TSA agent or a police officer or somebody, how do you think they're going to determine whether somebody is Muslim or not? Because Muhammad Ali Jr. has been detained twice because he's Muslim. But you can't tell from looking at a person what their faith is. You can't by that name, no. You can't by the name. So they're using these trivial things to determine whether these people are Muslim. And they're using the race of black people to determine whether they need to be stopped and frisked. You know? Don't, that, that, don't, that stuff is not fair. And the question that you need to ask yourself when it comes to is, is this okay? You need to ask. Is it okay for an American citizen who might have, a, who might be a Muslim, who is black, who practices whatever faith they want and is a part of any group they want, if they're an American citizen, because there are American citizens of all yeah. sexes, religions, races, creed, all of that. Should the American citizens who are not doing wrong have to suffer for them to be able to cherry pick out some people who are doing wrong yeah that's the question should I as an American citizen have to be subjugated to being stopped and frisked because other people might be doing bad stop and frisk has not shown an increase in apprehension of people who've committed crimes It's not shown a decrease in crimes in the areas that they get stopped and frisked it's shown a stronger disrespect for the police and for the police is strong showing a stronger disrespect for those communities. Yeah. But that's the problem with talking about a wall. That's the problem with talking about immigration because there are too many American citizens that look like the people that Donald Trump wants to deport. And you know what? The people that I live behind beside they don't know how to determine whether somebody is illegal or not. So they use their eyes. Yep. And we, our society, and especially in Alabama, that tends to be everybody who Latino must be illegal immigrants. Yep. And everybody with a hijab on must be a Muslim. Or everybody with a name that sounds Muslim must be a Muslim. Yep. That's the only base they use. And you know what, that's going to harm American citizens. And that's not something I can support. And you know what, white people, who believe in the constitution constitutionalists you shouldn't believe in it either because if the police came to your neighborhood let's say your whole neighborhood is a neighborhood full of gun enthusiasts and it's somebody who go out and use their gun inappropriately every night just shooting off into the woods and shooting off in the air and the police come every day and they come to everybody's house and says hey i need to check your firearm to make sure it hasn't been discharged recently mm-hmm You wouldn't be okay with that because you're an american citizen that is abiding by the rules that is doing what you're supposed to do you should not have to suffer because this one fool somewhere in your neighborhood is being irresponsible and new nor should i yep and nor should latino american citizens and nor should asian american citizens they shouldn't have to suffer now i will say that upon watching more and more videos as this immigration comes about every now and then you i adopt some new perspective there are a lot of legal Latino citizens that want the wall built too, that are supporting immigration legislation. The reason being is because a lot of them, because they are choosing to immigrate the right way or Mm -hmm. have immigrated the right way, a lot of them have family that they trying to get to America. Mm. And their families are stuck over in, in Mexico, but all of these other illegal immigrants keep coming in and mm-hmm. coming in, and it's just making the queue bigger. It's putting them behind. Yeah. And so I've come to understand the dilemma in how we fix immigration because that is a dilemma.
1: hmm.
0: You know, it's it's not a really quick system to get into America legally. Oh, no.
1: No, it is
0: not. And and, and in most case scenarios, you can't become a legal citizen. I mean, it's a lot of ways that you can. Work visas, education, a lot of those things, but if you're just a person that want to come to America, it's not easy if it's even even
1: possible. Oh, yeah, because the visas don't mean you're a citizen. It just means you're here for that particular purpose. And when that purpose is done, like if it's for school you gotta take your ass back where you from but that
0: doesn't mean that everybody needs to be blocked out what that means is that there needs to be a much much more intricate and well thought out way of dealing with immigration I mean the government is handling this shit with a fucking sledgehammer Yep. we gonna build a big ass wall and block (laughs) shit out you know or we gonna give everybody amnesty and let everybody in that's a sledgehammer too yeah this shit is much more intricate than sledgehammer. This shit need an ice pick. This shit need a scalpel. We need to figure out where the problems of immigration coming in at which is not rooted in what Donald Trump is talking about. Nope. Crimes and shit. That, fear mongering. That that's fear mongering. That ain't. We need to find out the real issues. And we need to feel, figure out, you know, the people that, because there's a lot of illegal immigrants that pay their taxes every single year. Mm-hmm. If your argument is that they're not uh, putting into society then what do you do about those people what do you do so i'm coming to understand it as a bigger issue than just you know as a humanitarian and as a person who loves people we need to let everybody in we need to make the process easy well that ain't so cut and dry you know so if you're a person that's been looking into immigration look into some of the other arguments now politicians don't argue it right they just don't at the end of the day they, they go motivated, they're trying to get something But I've come to find Some new perspective to give me some ways Some some more stuff to look into as it pertains to it But I just wanted to talk About so all of that was going into black privilege Right?
1: Which so, doesn't exist
0: Yeah, black privilege don't exist But there is a group of conservative people That believe it exists And I've always heard black Privilege thrown around But I didn't understand the depths to how Deeply ingrained White people believe that Black people have something because the government have stepped in to try to keep them from being righteously fucked over.
1: I don't think they know what privilege means. Yeah, they, uh, you don't. Because the things know that, that, is. that they list are not privilege. Like, you're not gaining something from the things in their little black privilege list. Like, it sounds stupid as shit. Yeah. I'm going
0: to get started on the list. It's time running up black privilege is being able to take pride in your race without fear of persecution now this is the idea that if a white person says white power they get called a racist but if a black person say black power or Who black lives matter
1: saying black power
0: no. well I mean somebody did at some point in the 70s I, well you yeah know? I
1: say it currently but, though But black is more black. Even a general
0: sense of just being proud. I'm black and I'm proud. Mm -hmm. You can't say I'm white and I'm proud. You know, well that's because white people in America, and this is what I feel, white people from the dawn of American existence have had the privilege of believing that they were worth something. They were never convinced that they were subhuman. They were never told that they were less than
1: or property not even human just property
0: or three-fifths of a person Yep. you know no white people haven't experienced that and so excuse me if me and my culture have to tell ourselves that we are valuable and that we are worth something and that we have to say black power and black lives matter to have a sense of camaraderie from something that you've never had to experience as a white person in America Black privilege is when people assume you are poor because of racism, not because you're lazy or unmotivated. So that completely invalidates the component of our society that has been oppressed. Like, I think these people don't understand that racism is a dimmer switch, right? It's not an on and off light switch because that's how a lot of racist white people treat racism they treat it like you know i mean the, the civil rights act of
1: 1964 fixed shit you know that it's not that cut and dry but then you have motherfuckers like donald trump saying y'all might as well vote for me i all live in the inner city <laughs> like the assumption that that's not being lazy or nothing i don't live in the inner city but you assume that i do and that i you know Getting benefits from the government Because I'm but That is racism That's like Terrible I think they look at
0: racism As this little isolated thing And one thing that I've recognized about You know Most white people Is that I think Because white people Exist around other racist white people all the time Non-racist white people exist around racist white people so much I think they brush off racism And so I think that when we experience racism from white people who are racist, I think that's why it's easy for them to overlook it. And I think that's why, because you know, they don't express that racism with us. They don't express it overtly. They express it in the context of their friends and their family and people that they believe might accept those ideals or at least people who don't challenge it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why it's so preposterous to us when that shit happened, but to them it's just another fucking day at Jim Bob house. You know to them it's just another day at racist grandma house you know she's always been saying this stuff we don't pay grandma no attention so i don't pay jim bob no attention and i don't pay the oscars no attention and i don't pay cultural appropriation and uh ghost in the shell and the wall and all these different movies where you know white people are portraying different cultures. cultures yeah you know i think that's a part of it too Black privilege is being wealthy without people assuming your wealth was all handed to you or that you exploited others to obtain that wealth. Wealth in the black community is so fucking hard to come by. It is. Statistically, when you talk about all of the wealth that exists, it exists minimally in the African American community to say that it's a black privilege to be wealthy and just somebody don't assume it was handed down to you. The, the idea that you think that because People assume that you worked hard for your money, but they assume that me. They assume my uncles gave it to me. Well, a lot of white America have rich family members
1: that <laughs> gave them money. What the fuck are you talking about? Donald Trump got a small loan of a million dollars. No, that was, that does- not, was that him or, um... What's the fucking... The other guy that was running that said that the middle class has a net and they don't need to be worried about... I don't know I can't think of his name And that's not to say I mean every
0: white person Every Culture Experienced something That all the other cultures experience. Black people ain't just The poor the po- people White people ain't just The rich people Yep You know There are rich Versions of every culture And there are poor versions Of every culture What we're talking about Is The Rates At which white people Are everything good versus the rates at which brown people are everything bad. That's not because Latinos are bad at this or black people are bad at this or uh, Asian people are bad at this. It's because the system has created the dialogue that told the world that everybody are these things. Mm -hmm. And people just run with it. Black privilege is being able to commit violent crimes against another race without people assuming you are racist.
1: Is that a privilege? (laughs) Ain't none of this shit privileges. Right, that's the thing. They, I don't think they understand what the definition is. None of, of these are They're privileges. They're not privileges. It's all like, well, you get to do this bad shit and nobody thinks badly of it. <laughs> like, yeah, that like, ain't no
0: privilege. It's like, wow whan whan. People think I'm racist when I do stuff. Yeah, pretty much. White you know That is. gives y'all privilege. <laughs> that ain't no advantage. Nope, it's not. Not at this all. This whole list... It's all based in the context of not being fucked over. Yeah, You know like black privilege is being given affirmative action which provides advantages in jobs and colleges based on your skin tone. Really? You mean the same jobs that have 90% white people and 10% black employment?
1: Like how can it possibly be a privilege? Because they don't know the definition of what (laughs) privilege
0: means. How can it be a privilege if black people had took over the place i feel like if black if oh, affirmative action if affirmative action was something that would give black people an advantage then it would be more black people than white people at any of these places what affirmative action did was gave black people jobs in a in, in a time when people weren't hiring black people and now all they do is limit how many people a corporation have to hire but i'm inclined to believe that it may still be necessary because I don't think a lot of these corporations will hire black people.
1: Mm-mm. If they didn't have to, legally. If they didn't have
0: to, a lot of them will. But it's a lot of them that won't. Yep. They'll just become whitewashed-ass companies. Black privilege is having media cover up your race in the event of a black flash mob or gruesome murder. Now, that's just not true. What? That just ain't true. I didn't even read that before. That ain't true at all. Hell no. Not only that, but black people, when we commit some kind of atrocity this black man <laughs> the worst the worst picture they can find the yep. worst mug shot
1: they you try to humanize teeth in your mouth and smoking blunt like they did with trayvon and they try to humanize white people yep they keep putting white
0: people's or high school senior photos up for they, what? Brock, they
1: turner, crimes. brock turner had the sweetest little photo up and he had committed a rape <laughs> The great look—he just looked nice and innocent. Yeah, that
0: one just ain't true at all. Nope. Black privilege is being able to make insensitive comments about other races and not being called out on it. I mean, that's not black privilege, but what's the problem? I mean, I'm trying not to be insensitive. That black people do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But cracker I don't use that word at all I don't either
1: but it don't weigh as much as nigga I saw a meme the other day that said if you're trying to determine how bad one which word is worse than the other and you can't even say one of the word like you'll say cracker but you go white people will say the n-word they'll say cracker well he called him a cracker and then he called him The n-word you won't even say the word That's how bad that word is that lets You know which of those two words Is worse you won't Even say it you say the n-word And the the reason I say that The
0: n-word weighs more Than the c-word <laughs> For continuity <laughs> The reason that, they, that The n-word weighs more because There are people that the n-word Is the last word they heard before they died Yeah you know and that's consistently at a certain period of time in our country it might not be like that today but that word over time has come to just be have so many it got too many bodies on it yep the n-word got too many bodies on it cracker or the c-word don't have that many <laughs> bodies on it black privileges i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna shotgun this list i ain't gonna come on no more just know that all these are lies, yeah. bullshit, yeah. propaganda, uh, manipulations, and and they don't accurately represent a privilege. Black privilege is being able to make insensitive comments. I just read that one. Black privilege is when people assume that the police pull you over because of racism. Black privilege is having the media ignore black on black crime while blaming white people for not valuing black lives. Black privilege is being able to blame your shortcoming on racism. Black privilege is when p- people consider you to be superior at sports or better in bed without it being racist. Black privilege is not having to be fearful of offending minorities. Black privilege is having the establishment lie to cover up problems in your community or protect you from criticism. What? Black privilege is when you can be overrepresented in a certain field without people trying to amend it, i.e. Obama administration. Black privilege is having the government pander to your interest in order to get the black vote. Black privilege is having Hollywood always present present you in a positive light. Fucking seriously. Okay, fuck that. Black privilege is being a thug trying to kill a police officer in the course of him doing his job and being made out to be some sort of hero. When does that happen? Black privilege is looting and stealing in response to a perceived injustice and not have the police be able to do anything about it.
1: Wait, okay. Were white people are looting um during Trump's inauguration? No. no they they weren't, weren't looting. They weren't destroying Starbucks. Who was destroying Starbucks? White people? Oh, okay. So they were destroying being destructive, no. rioting. No.
0: They 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 were white, so they were fr- expressing their frustration. Oh, okay. They weren't if they were black, they would have been rioting and looting and destroying okay. the Starbucks. Okay. That's how the media paints it. Okay right the last one is black privilege is having so called black ministers promote racism and condone acts of violence and the liberal media refuse to honestly report those facts what Look, let me tell you something about this list when one the people who made it don't know what privilege is
1: hell no they
0: don't know what facts are nope alternative and, facts maybe Yeah, they know what that is and they don't research they don't seek to understand the truth They seek to find words that validate what they want to believe about people, what they want to believe about groups, and what they want to believe about society. And what they want to believe is that every single person in this society has the exact same opportunity to make it as anybody else. But there is no other context in which you create something that somebody else can be better at it than. In the monopoly example In the house example In one culture moving to another country example In the example of your or uh, your profession And whatever you do A person that don't know shit about it That didn't have a hand in building it They ain't gonna be able to catch up with you Okay That's just not how that shit works And you're not going to tell me In the context of American society That they can automatically now Brown people can just catch up because the footing is supposed to be equal, it's not equal. Nope,
1: not at all.
0: Because an immigrant, uh, 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 an American citizen that look Muslim that that need to be somewhere in three hours to take a test that get detained, gonna miss that test. Yep. And that's because there is legislation that keeps them from being able to go do that. If somebody is trying to get home to do whatever they are supposed to do at home, and they in New York and they black. And they get stopped and frisked. they gonna miss that because the legislation allows them to be discriminated upon. That's white privilege. The white privilege is not that you have something but it's that you don't have to worry about the shit that brown people worry about. that's just that's just what it is. but anyway, sorry that I had to ruin your day. <laughs> but I hope that it was more informative Than it was stressful and frustrating But I don't even want to post this shit on the page Because I, I don't want to read it again Yeah, It's just so stupid But I did want to just talk about generally Just give some understandings of White privilege from my perspective And just understanding that It, it don't mean that you have something It just means that you have Home court advantage in America Yep. And sometimes you win with the home court advantage Sometimes you fucking lose and Sometimes it's a blowout And sometimes you win just by a point That's just how it is And you know what We live with the shit yep. It's okay Black people, white privilege people exists White people run this race With less hurdles than we do But I be goddamned If I don't just learn how to jump over The, the fuck over some hurdles Yeah
1: that's what we've been doing for centuries we gotta be
0: better hurdle jumpers if that's the case you can't use the concept of white privilege to say well I'm not gonna race I'm just gonna stay over here and watch I'm not gonna try my hardest because it's not fair I'm inclined to believe that this system ain't gonna be fair until the day that I die and I'm not going to have less because of that and that's just me but that shit exists get through it anyway that's all i got all right you got anything else on your mind
1: we went to art beats and lyrics this weekend it was cool it was they had a lot of cool art a lot of fucking people though yeah it was uh, that had to be a fire hazard i'm sure it was they may move it to a different venue next year i think i don't know when you have a free event like that People gonna show up. Like I don't know if they expected that many, but like, that's what art on. They have a art on the rocks during the summer. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. It be packed just like that, and people be outside. Just like I mean, it's the same situation. It's just um, it's a more mixed crowd than arts beats and lyrics. I. Was, <laughs> it was a sprinkle of white people in art beats and lyrics, and it's more of a mixed crowd in art on the rocks. So yeah. And the drinks are more, obviously, cause Jack Daniels um, sponsored it. There's a different variety of drinks for Art on the Rocks as well. Cause you you, you jacking something was what you were gonna have. Yeah. at Art Beats and Lyrics. so that was, that was your only options. Or Water. Yep. Or Ginger Ale, they had Ginger Ale. <laughs> People so disrespectful though. Yeah, they are.
0: We were in a line. Waiting oh, to get some line? drinks no, Oh, the drink- the drink oh yeah yeah And everybody just kept coming up the front From the side giving somebody daps And standing there waiting for drinks and, li- <laughs> and I'm like
1: The rule breakers The rule followers Gonna suffer from the rule breakers And it was cold so we really Didn't want to be out there As it was And I'm sure you really didn't want to be out there Cause you waiting in line for a drink you were not gonna get <laughs> Just waiting with the group
0: and that, <laughs> that shit just took me right back Saying the rule Followers gonna suffer from the rule breakers Just took me back to the immigration situation Yeah It's like the We were experiencing the exact same shit That I was saying that the Legal immigrants are experiencing yep. You know
1: It was the same way for the food line this, that's how y'all got separated from us. Because at one point, we were just like, fuck this. Nobody else is in, in front of us. Because y'all were like right behind us at first. And then I turned around. We had got our plate. It was easy. And I was like, where they at? Y'all was, hadn't even got to the table. Oh, I do not know Ratchet Girls being disrespectful, <laughs> just jumping in line. I'm pretty. He
0: won't say anything. I'll get right here. <laughs> you weren't that pretty. Number one, none of y'all. And number two, it was like, it was a lot of. It was some, I'm pretty sure some refined women in here, but most of them was Ratchet. Yeah. And Sophista Ratchet. Yes. That's just what it was. Yes, it was. And all these bougie women just jumping in line in front of us. And we were just, because we were having a conversation, we weren't really caring. Yeah. Because
1: I was like, how did they get that far behind us? Because we had got, at one point, we were just like, fuck it. Nobody else. No. And, um, that's how we got through so fast. It wasn't even worth the the food wasn't worth the wait but whatever.
0: It wasn't at all. I mean, it wasn't bad.
1: It just, well, it was what you would expect for like an event like that. I wasn't expecting them to have food at all. They were white folk hors d'oeuvres.
0: Yeah, they were hors They yes. don't have to say white folk. Just hors d'oeuvres. They were just hors
1: d'oeuvres. But I wasn't expecting. It's a free event, so like I knew they were gonna have drinks because that's how they gonna make their money back. And I knew the drinks were gonna be expensive, eight bucks a pop, for some ice and a little bit of drink. But I was not expecting them to have like free food. With black folks? Pff, free food? Like they're gonna But well,
0: Jack Daniels did not care that it was black folks. Oh. Because otherwise they would have had some black folks related food. in there. <laughs> yeah. well, no
1: chicken. Wasn't nothing even fried. They uh, had uh, crackers and tuna. And pizza the little pizza things I don't know what was on that pizza.
0: Mm. Uh pesto
1: oh yeah how yep. do you know
0: it was pesto mr on point because pesto tastes like fresh cut grass to me so when i eat it
1: i know i'm eating <laughs> it because it tastes
0: like fresh cut grass
1: it tastes like grass to me but it was it was definitely wasn't like pizza, pizza how many
0: times have you cut the grass in the morning where the grass was kind of still a little bit down i
1: don't cut grass
0: <laughs> well if you had you would know that all of them juices that went into your nasal passage that made That's you experience wet cut. That's
1: what pesto tastes like. I don't have a problem with pesto. <laughs> so I guess I would not have a problem eating grass if it came down. You just
0: the thing. You just wouldn't know the difference if somebody ran out of pesto and went outside and got some That's fresh cut really grass. Really fucked
1: up. Let's hope nobody ever does that anywhere I am. <laughs> be no, terrible.
0: because the people who use pesto too sophisticated to do that. Yeah, they ratchet. They not ratchet.
1: They not ratchet. Yeah,
0: they refined.
1: It was a cool ass event though. It was nice. I yeah. don't get out of the house, so that was cool.
0: Yeah, it was cool.
1: So, yeah.
0: But anyway, you got anything else on mind? That's it. All
1: right.
0: Well, until we come to the next conversation,
1: we out. Holla.